Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Future Tech Podcast. My guest today is Isaac Dallas. He's the CMO and co-founder of a company called XSpace. And the website is uh, XSpaceApp, the letter X, the word space, and then app.com. We're going to be talking about uh, visualization using VR and AR and also AI. So Isaac, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Yeah, doing good. Thanks for coming. So tell me yeah, about uh, XSpace. What's the, pr- the premise of the company? What's XSpace about? Yeah, so XSpace... Uh... We're working on improving product content generation for e-commerce with XSpace. So that's, when I say product generation, that's everything from, you know, the 2D photo you see all the way up to an AR, VR experience you may have, um, though those are limited right now to where the industry is headed. Um, and we're more of a holistic view. So even if you have one product or a million products, we're, we're there to help you kind of get a handle on it. Yeah, that's really cool because part of the trade-off now is, um, you know, if I go to a store, and I want to look at uh, you know, shoes or something um, online. I just see a 2D image. Maybe I see a video, but it'd be nice to fly through it in VR or AR and check out the shoes right. from different angles and see how they look and maybe even put them on an avatar of me and see someone walking in them, that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, it's it's cool, cool how uh, the industry is developing. But one of the things that we were grappling with when we first started working on this, and take a step back, we the way we kind of stumbled into the industry was we originally, we got done with a, a research project we were doing with Harvard and um, me and my co-founder, Chris, uh, before Jacob joined us, um, we started looking into the industry um, retail. And the idea was, hey, we want to be able to place a, a couch. Like let's say you wanted to go furniture shopping and you want to shop in your home. You want to be able to pull those um, objects and put them into your living room. Be like, wow, I really like how that, that, that love seat looks. Or, you know, maybe I want to change the, the color of paint on the wall. Um, but what we found was that wasn't the issue. The issue was getting all of those those 3D models. And even further, we found that, you know, 2D photos, 360s, and video are still incredibly expensive because it's an art, um, not a science, the way, way it's described in the industry. So we took it upon ourselves to say, you know what, we think we can we can automate this. So over the last about year, we, uh, we built a robot, and a web app uh, to uh, be able to, you know, capture products and then put them online. But it and and the way it works is you know you you first you get whatever product you're wanting to to put online and we scan it so the robot looks at it says okay these are the dimensions I want to capture it pulls those in um, we post process it remove the background um, and from that we're able to create uh, those 2D photos you see to 360s and video and right now we're we're getting fairly close to releasing something around AR and VR. Um, but the industry isn't quite there for the demand. Most people are still very interested in being like, hey, I have a million products. How do I, how do I get videos rolled out for each one? Or how do I get a 360 for each one? So what are some of the first products that are in most need of a system like this to showcase them in different ways? Is it furniture? Is it wearables? You know, clothing? I mean, what do you think is uh, the number one product line that needs this? So right now where we're at just developmentally is we work really well with just you have a lot of products and you need to get them shot, mostly because our web app isn't up uh, yet. 
Um, we've been seeing a lot of interest from kind of hard goods. So you want to oh, take a picture of a thousand different parts of a pump. Up until now, it's not really cost effective for you to do that. One thing we've seen with this automation is a drastic cutback in cost. It's, you know, what we charge our customers is, you know, 60% what they would spend elsewhere. So, you know, under that same thought, you'd be like, okay, I can get a 360 and 2D photos for generally a little less than what um, you would spend on just 2D photos for a site. Because um, right now you're looking at what, $60? Per, per photo, um, and you can look up to $300 to $200 for, for 360 We pull those prices down dramatic, uh, drastically. Well, that's a big benefit right off the bat. Why are you able to do it um, so much cheaper so far? It's been automation. So um, we've been able to get our, our robotics to uh, pretty much do the job of what a, you know, a full-time individual would have to do to position the product, turn it, photograph it and edit it, that whole system, um, we've uh, trimmed it down to the essentials and then uh, applied automation to it uh, to get it to where, you know, now you can have one person running a robot and that robot can process, you know, thousands of products a month uh, much quicker than what you would be able to do in a traditional photo studio. So one of the it's reasons kind of a I'm more widely adopted is that it's just the cost is like one of the first barriers, right? Right. I mean, if you're looking at going to e-commerce, there's a lot of pulls on people's budgets today. And anything at scale or anything new, um, it makes it hard to be like, okay, yeah, we can afford that. Um, the, the industry is wanting to switch to that. A lot of people are asking for 360s as they become more and more um, relevant um, in our in our shopping. You know, Amazon a couple months ago released um, 360s to a couple of their larger clients to allow them to do it on their site. Um, and as you see that trend to go up, you're also seeing that with video, video showing a larger conversion rate and the same for, for those uh, AR, VR images, but you can't get around the price. Uh, it's, it doesn't scale well when you have to spend $200 for a 360, you know, or $500 for a video. Right. It just when, it doesn't make sense. Do a, it's not just the price too. Of an object. Are you able to convert it to a VR AR symbol, or do you have to uh, shoot it again to do that? No, it's all done in the same the same shot process. So there's, there's oh, a couple cool. different ways you could yeah there's there a couple different ways you could go with it. You know, uh, if you don't have a CAD file, we can generate that uh, 3D model just based off of the point data gathered from the camera, um, or you can pull a CAD file and then do a, a photo wrapping over it. Both of them work, um, and you get generally a, a similar results. But if you're able to do it from the ground up with just uh, without a CAD file, you usually see better results with with how that uh, 3D model is going to look. So, in the near, what's a fully fleshed out product have? You know, pictures, video, VR, AR, anything else? Like, what do you envision as the full suite for XSpace or or for people that you know for, for, for customers shopping product. online? Yeah, if if you did everything right. to showcase a product, what what would it be? What would it include? Well, you'd want it to be a. You want the shopping experience to fit what that customer wants. You know, there are going to be those who, you know, all they want are the the 2D photos. That's what they're used to. Um, but you know, you're going to have consumers that want to get a better feel for it. So, getting that 360 allows the consumer to have control over the walk around to be able to see that that video or integrated 3D model where you can see the top and the bottom. Um, but I think ultimately, uh, 360s and photos will probably go to the wayside and what you'll see is whenever you load up a product, it'd be the 3D model. 
And when you're looking at it, that's what you're spinning around and whatnot. And then if you want to see it in a VR, AR model, it'll be as simple as if you're wearing a headset, being able to throw it into your environment, or if you're using your phone, being able to press a button and drop it into onto the table you're looking at or um, into your living room. Uh, I think 2D photos and, and, and 360s are, are going to probably go away over the next decade, whereas you see video will probably stick around because it's a nice format to display a product. Can you give me an indication with, I don't know if you have the data, but you know, if I have uh, 2D images and I have a description of my product, you know, I'll sell a certain amount. I know it depends on the product, but if I add a 360 view, how much have you seen that that helps to increase my uh, response rate? Yeah, there's actually a lot of really cool data out there about this right now. What we've seen is usually whenever someone rolls something out site-wide, they see a 5% increase in total sales. And then also you usually see a reduction in card abandonment around 35% um, as well. And then returns are also reduced. I think that's closer to 40%. Again, I don't have the numbers directly in front of me, but um, those are what are reported almost industry-wide from eBay to, to others who do 360s. And then what else could be added to further increase lift, even if it's not available just yet? You know, VR, AR, um, is there a simple level? Is there a more complicated level? Like you talked about a coffee table. I guess the right. first level to me would be I can go around it in virtual reality and look at it and the underside and all that. And the next level, it seems like, is like you said, I could place objects on it and put a tablecloth over part of it and put chairs around it and really see it in context. You know, yeah, those are the two levels that. that you see next. And how much of a lift, do you have any data on how much of a lift that's given thing in terms of sales? Currently, there isn't data out there to to really uh, soundly say something. Uh, I mean, going with the trends, if you look at, you know, 360 and then you step up to a video, you see a higher conversion. I don't have the number on that right now. But when you step to VR, AR, it's only natural to believe, okay, you're giving a consumer an even better um, experience. I mean, uh, you can look to, actually, I misspoke. You can look to, uh, the furniture industry, there's uh, uh, small companies out there right now that are testing out being able to, you know, furnish your entire room or home and, and, and plan it out in VR or AR. And what uh, those those companies are seeing is that people will buy an entire room set. That's why, you know, Walmart, um, you know, they rolled out this, uh, it was for college students, but they could go in and they can buy an entire dorm set online. They could go in and they could look at uh, their dorm set. And then, um, but a lot of what's been shown from those is if people can go in and design their own room, uh, they'll buy the entire room at that site. Um, the amount of lift compared to what a normal uh, like site buyer would do, there's, there's a huge difference because usually people will pick from place to place. Um, but kind of that first level, because you had kind of two questions there. One was like, what's the lift you see? Um, for those who have been able to execute right, the, the lift is huge. But uh, kind of that first level, that entry point, is just being able to get a 3D model to show in browser. So, you know, you load up, let's say you loaded up, you know, X brand site and the consumer is looking at it. Just being able to spin that product, look at the top and the bottom in browser. I'd say level two is getting that to where, okay, I want to be able to view that in VR, put my headset on. You know, level three is being able to say, okay, hey, I've got a room full of a bunch of stuff. I want to be able to place a couch where my current couch is. So being able to virtually remove your old couch and place a new couch where the other one would have been um, and getting it sized correctly. And kind of that last one is being like, okay, I want to decorate an entire room 
and I want to be able to put VR objects on top of VR objects um, and have a clock over in the corner and a painting over there. Yeah, so this is super important because, you know, if I sell stuff, <clears throat> I'm always looking for an advantage. So if I do the 360 video or walkthrough, you know, I get a lift of 5%, you know, maybe even more. That's a lot. And then if I add in this VR AR experience, you know, either the first or second level, if I get it up to 10% lift, maybe even 20% lift, I mean, that's some serious uh, return for this. So I see it's like a really powerful thing you guys are doing. Right. And the, those who act sooner rather than later are going to get the best result, right? Because once it becomes an industry norm, you're not doing it because you want to increase sales. You're doing it because you want to keep up with the industry. But if you're able to mm. make that change before everyone else, you're going to see, you're going to get that 5%. You're going to get that, you know, that 10% lift um, because you're providing a unique customer experience. And that means, you know, your customers, you know, like, like if you were experiencing something online and you've, you've stumbled into one of your favorite brands and now you can experience that brand in a completely different way and you buy it, what, what wouldn't stop you from tapping your friend's shoulder and going, wow, look at this. You know, the word of mouth part is, you know, that's huge too and can't be overlooked. Um, you lose that when things go mainstream because everyone expects it. It's not a novelty anymore. Yeah. Well, I know what holds me back from buying a lot of stuff is, <clears throat> right, I can't put it on or I can't, you know, I have questions about it. Like I'll look at um, you know, humidifier, for instance. I bought one recently. And, you know, does it uh, have bright lights on at night that you can't shut off? Or is it produce a visible mist? You know, if it doesn't produce a visible one, I kind of don't believe it's working. I can put my hand over it. <laughs> you know, so I see a lot of products, at least I have tons of questions about them. And if I had more info, you know, 3D walk around, that kind of stuff, VR, AR, it would help settle my questions and clear the path for me to buy it. And ha I'd have less resistance, you know? Right. Well, I mean, it goes back to like, you know, the, the old adage of being like a picture's worth a, a thousand words, you know, hmm. well, what, what's a, you know, that whenever you improve a picture, you make a 360, what is that worth? You know, how much, how much text are you communicating? through just being able to simply spin a product around or watch a video or be able to experience in front of you, like being able to place that humidifier in front of you and see what it does, have this, you know, the mist coming out of it and be able to see the blinking lights and whatnot. Uh, right. It matters because, you know, we're human and, you know, nowhere in our past where, where we're trying to buy stuff through a, a virtual means. This has all been, Ugh. you know, you walked into a store and then you saw, the, you know, like Bed Bath & Beyond and they had the little display where you could sweep, you know, use a sweeper to pick up rocks. Um, you can't do that online. You lose that. You have yeah. to have a lot of trust in that this supplier is trustworthy. Um, but bringing that experience in. Why, uh, yeah. I think that's why I think infomercials are so powerful. You know, you may think when you first see it, why are they spending 30 minutes just in this one object? But that way you can really flesh it out to the fullest. You can see people using it. You can see all kinds of stuff, testimonials, I mean, everything. So I can see this being used, actually, now that I think of it, not just for the product, but, you know, video testimonials if you have or videos of people actually using it, which Amazon's starting to have. I mean, so you really could make a product a million times better and more accessible to people and you know, reduce the amount of questions and fear they have and hesitation in buying it. Right. It's that communication because not everyone's going to use the product for, you know, what the maker thinks it's going to be used for. The consumer is going to be like, wow, that would really help me with this. Or I think it would be a great gift for so-and-so. And that may not spawn when, you know, from that first photo they see, but the more they dig into it or the, the better experience they have from the get-go, you know, like I know it works on me. So, 
Yeah, me too. I mean, like I said, I'm telling you what I feel when I look at products and stuff, and I'm sure most people, you know, they may not feel the exact same, but they're feeling something. Something's either right. compelling them to buy something or holding them back from doing it, making them hesitant. So you lower the threshold, uh, more people will buy. Right. It gets down to customer experience, you know. You, you as a customer have a lot of choices, and you're going to go to where, you know, the barrier to get what you want is the lowest. You may like a brand, but if it's, it's not doing it for you, you'll you'll switch. Well, very good. Hmm, okay. Yeah, and I guess once it gets to the point where you can do all these things online, that'll really tip the balance and make online shopping a lot better than it is right now. Yeah, I think it's going to keep them. I, I don't think brick and mortar is going away. I, I think it's it's going to stick around. Um, I think it's still got some, it, it's not going to be nearly as strong as it was, you know, 20 years ago. Um, you know, it's going to lose a little bit more ground, but Shopping models in the future, I feel like it's going to be a mixture of both a brick and mortar and an online store. Um, and for brands, that means they need to be able to display their product both in a store and online. All right. So XSpace, what aspect of all this does it tackle well? What does it do, XSpace? And, you know, yeah, what does it do for people? And what kind of products can they um, use it for? Right. So where we're at right now is we work really good with soft and hard good products. We stay away from fashion and refrigerated products. But other than that, um, we've been able to build it out to where it handles uh, most other goods. Um, we're Before our, our rollout of our web app, um, we're seeing a, a, a strong uh, matchup with you know enterprise clients who have a lot of products that they need to scan. But I mean, we're also um, listed on Amazon in all 50 states. So you could if you only got one product, you can go on there and you can order through through Amazon to get a, a 360 shot by us. Um, the the goal for XSpace ultimately is that you know you've got a store online and no matter your size, you should be able to have access to the the same capabilities as you know a Menards or or a larger store would have. It shouldn't just be reserved for you know the elite mom and pop shops uh, or boutique firms. Should also have the ability to have the same uh, brand representation as all the others. So that's what the web app's there for, is to help them have an easier time getting the products and getting them online. Any examples online that people can see of a product that you've done all this for? Yeah, we've got one on our our homepage. It's of a a rigid little radio that we shot. It would have been five months ago. Um, And then uh, as for stores that we're we're working with, um, no, we're working with, oh, um, Charlotte Pipe. So they're they haven't put them on yet, but uh, we're we're shooting their products for them. So you can go on Amazon and you'll be able to see um, our work. Right now, it's a mixture of a bunch of stuff they did in house. So I'm not going to lay claim to it yet, just because I I don't want someone going in there and going, well, hey, that doesn't look too good. And they're like, well, that probably wasn't us, but <laughs> but we're we're pretty young. So we we've been around. We've only been doing operations and since July and actually whenever we started doing sales um in July we had to uh hold off on doing more after about 2 weeks uh because we we filled up our capacity at our at a, the location we were at um we're now getting ready to move to a, a larger facility um and we've got uh, a larger staff to be able to handle um more products so we're uh getting ready to hit the ground running again with uh, a couple partnerships and whatnot so we can handle, you know, more business. When you do the VR, AR rendering, what uh, can you use commercial off-the-shelf um, headsets to view it? 
like Oculus Rift or what do you have to do? So to be able to, you know, view a product, you should be able to use whatever's supported by the browser. Um, so we work with um, different viewing companies to be able to deliver a, you know, a VR, AR experience. And we're, we're letting them worry about, okay, how do we work with all these different, you know, hardware we're focusing on? Okay, we need something for them to show. Um, it's kind of a, a group effort to get this technology pulled together and, and distributed. Um, really, wherever you look right now in the industry, it's, there's not very many companies that do it alone. Okay, but again, for the VR AR experience, what uh, headsets can view it? Do you have an app specifically for those headsets? Mm, no, we're uh, we're kind of the back end. We do B two B sales. Uh, we don't have a app for uh, consumers uh, at the moment. Uh, we'll probably have something test wise for like our web app when we roll it out in 2019, um, and then that will be on Chrome. So um, anything that supports Android or Windows-based um, AR, VR viewing. So that means like your HP headsets, Oculus, any of those would be able to um, see those products. Okay, got it. So the rollout is, you know, 360 is already available and it's at a discounted price, which is great. Next step is VR, AR, and then I guess even more sophisticated from there is placing an object <clears throat> in VR, AR, and its environment. So you can see how it interacts like a couch or a table, that kind of thing. Right. Because, well, I mean, the industry broadly, like we're focused on the, the generation of those products, but placing an object, like let's say you had a, a table and you wanted to put a coffee maker on top of it and a mug and some, you know, a place setting. The, the physics and uh, behind running something like that, uh, we, we're not diving into. We, we're working with, with others to... Uh, make it to where you know you can see those those products like that. So you could you know load up Lowe's or something and throw down a table and then put your coffee maker on top of it and then put your your picture in the background along with the different chairs you want and then recolor the walls. The operating system that will run that you know probably based off of uh, iOS or, or Android the kits that they have out. Um, that's more determined on the retailer or the, the partner we're working with and who they're wanting to go with. Um, but we'll make the pot, coffee pot. <laughs> okay. Very good. Yeah. What's the best way for uh, people to get in touch and find out more about the app and track your progress and, you know, use it and maybe even order off of Amazon and 360 view of their product. Yeah. The easy way to contact us is to go to our contact page and just email, or they can reach out to me directly. Um, if they're wanting to uh, ask any questions um, about what we're doing. Um, but I don't know if uh, they would have my email. Yeah, if you're open to giving it, it's up to you. If not, they could just use the contact form. Yeah, I think the contact form is would be, probably be the best way. All right, that's great. Well, um, any other developments coming that you want to talk about or uh, you think we've covered it pretty adequately? Yeah, I'd say we've covered it pretty adequately. You know, our, our core competency and what we're doing. Um, 2019 will be a fun year for us, but well, see where great. it all goes. Well, very good. Well, yeah, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thanks, Isaac. Yeah, no problem. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.